Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Happy New Year, Ali! Happy New Year, Michelle, and all of our <laughs> listeners. All of our listeners, absolutely. I usually say good morning, and it's not morning here, it's noon here, but I usually say good morning anyway. But um, yeah, but Happy New Year! Happy New Year is our first episode of the brand new year. It's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It's been a very crazy busy week, and but it's all been good. It's all good stuff. I'm just trying to cram it all in to every day, as you know, like I do. Yeah. So usually we talk for a couple minutes before we start recording about what our topic of the day is. But today I texted you and I'm like, I have a topic and I'm not telling you what it is, but don't be scared. Okay. Which I'm trying not to be. I'm, I'm a little nervous because yeah, this is, this is, this is unprecedented. This is uh brand new waters. We, we usually have yeah. at least a, a, like the topic, the, the one sentence right. topic uh, between yeah. us that we know what we're going to talk about. So I have no idea what we're talking about yeah. today. It's not scary. This isn't like your grandmother saying, so when are you going to have children? No, this is not that topic. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, Which, I have I have an answer ready when people ask me that, but that's a whole other <laughs> podcast topic. Yeah, because the first, first list is not none of their business. But anyway, today I want to, okay, finish swallowing. Okay, today I want to talk about mansplaining. Oh boy. <laughs> You All can't right. see it, but she's, she's doing she's doing the hand, like <laughs> rub your hands together gesture because we're going to dig into this one. So I texted you last night. Christina Guira posted yesterday, once again, I'm going to read her, read her tweet. Yeah, once again, it. a white man in WordPress assumed that I didn't know my stuff and attempted to belittle me. And within the Elegant Thieves community as well, a community in which I am a supporter of and a meetup host. Why do y'all do that? What do you gain? Answer quickly. So she didn't specifically talk about mansplaining, but, you know, assumed she she didn't know her stuff, attempted to belittle her. That is like the definition of mansplaining. Yeah, we can fill in the blanks. Absolutely. Even without consulting with you first, I reached out to her and I'm like, hey, you want to come on our podcast? And so she's working out a time to join us and talk about her experiences. Um, And she is a, a Black woman creator and she is, she's the bomb. She's a meetup organizer. Yeah, she does a ton of stuff. She's. She's uh, amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, and we and definitely want to get her in here. Go ahead. Yes. Full respect to her, too, because I saw that and I saw red flames coming out of my ears. I DM'd her um, with like a link to the to that tweet. And I said, drop the name. Like, tell me who it is. And she did not <laughs> reply. And I'm, you know what? And after a few hours, I noticed she didn't reply. I was like, man, she is really the bigger person because I always want to know who it is. So that I can be aware, right? Like right. I'm an information gathering. Like I want to know who this is so that I can maybe be aware of this person or be wary or whatever, um, not to spread their information or anything like that. Not to get out of an airplane and go break their kneecaps. Exactly. Nothing like that. Even though I'd like to, um, <laughs> but either she didn't see the tweet or d- see the DM or she decided she didn't want to share the information. So she didn't reply. And I'm like, you know what? Just another reason why she is a queen and is not as petty as me. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, and so I don't know, Michelle, if you saw uh, off of that tweet as well. I think she she um, shared it again today, this morning, and she said that 
the whoever it was she said he did end up apologizing mm-hmm. um after she shared how that that situation that that interaction made her feel um she said he did end up apologizing however i would have appreciated not going through it it's so common in the community and i will do everything i can to advocate for myself and others we all deserve to be here and i'm just like amen yes thank you so amen yep absolutely i, I just and i say amen all the time it's not a religious thing it's just a like <laughs> preach it kind of thing but yeah. um i just also wish it didn't end in the word men sometimes like <laughs> it's like a women all women <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm being petty and, and silly right now, but it's <laughs> but it's fun. Um, so yeah, so I I do not know of a single woman like that I have spoken to who has not been mansplained at one point in time or another. Mm-hmm. Um and it's almost like talk about a pandemic, like that's the pandemic right now. It's you can't test for it. You can only experience it, shake your head and go, oh my God. But at the beginning of lockdown, so 2020, I almost said last year, but it's, it's been two years now. At the beginning of 2020, when we when things went into lockdown and we moved all of our meetups online, I was running and still do the, I shouldn't say running, coordinating, uh, leading, organizing, whatever the meetup for Rochester's WordPress group. And I had been using Zoom for a good two years prior mm-hmm. to everybody else using Zoom um, on, uh, you know, because of, of lockdown. And so I, I, mean, I knew what I was doing. I know that I, I was paying attention as things changed because I was using it three, four, five times a day for work. So the very first meetup online starts up and, you know, some of the people from our local group come in and there are some older gentlemen. Um, they are white gentlemen. I don't know why it's always the old white guys, but and it isn't always the old white guys. That's, that's a problem too, though. But, um, you know, one guy says to me, you've got to make sure that you've got this, you know, um, these settings this way and these settings this way and blah, blah, blah. I said, you were able to join. Obviously, I know what I'm doing here. And he like, didn't even hear that. He just went on like a 10 minute harangue about me making sure that I knew how to use Zoom. At the end of his like, nah, 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 whatever. I just said, all right now, name. Everybody's joining. We are here. I know what the settings are. I've been, I've got that waiting room enabled. I know who's joined. I haven't pushed it out publicly. Yeah, you know, yada, 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 all kind of things. I use Zoom all day, every day. And I just kind of pushed it right back in his face because I was like, I'm, I'm going to let you talk because obviously I can't get a word in edgewise. I should have muted him because like I was, I could have had that. I should have been like, oh, sorry. His, he must have lost his internet. I, and suddenly he's I not do, in the room anymore. Or <laughs> I am so, I don't know how this Zoom thing works. I accidentally <laughs> muted him the whole time he was talking. Oh, no. Can you imagine if you wanted to be really petty about it right exactly and it's like you know I don't expect that everybody knows everything about everybody and that they know who they're talking to and what kinds of backgrounds they have absolutely not but when I have been the meetup organizer for seven years and you have been attending at least five of those years and watched me be capable for at least five years of everything I'm doing. Why do you suddenly assume because of a different technologies involved when here I am working in a technology field that I probably don't know what my silly little girl head knows what to do. 
And that's the thing too, is it's like in so many of these cases, if, if, if that situation was going on and you weren't you, right. If it was a male person in your position um, with the same background, the same relationship, all that stuff in so many cases, this man who was mansplaining would not chime in. They would just, they would mind their business. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's a lot of times I feel like that's what it comes to is it's like, mind your business. Nobody asked. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't ask because, and I think that a lot of times people see this as a, oh, well, they're not receptive to my opinion or they're not receptive to my help. And it's like, if somebody wants your help or your advice or whatever, they will ask you for it. Mm-hmm. You don't have the right to just impose on this other person all of this, you know, just because mm-hmm. that for so many reasons, right? Like it's condescending, it's rude, it's a waste of your time, right? Mm-hmm. It communicates to other people, maybe indirectly, that you don't know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. If they're, if they're, happen to just be watching and seeing this person just like lecturing you and you being polite and not just bowling him over and being like, shut up. I know what I'm talking about. Right. Like mm-hmm. it just creates this impression that can carry on and carry on and carry on. And it frustrates me so much. And and I, it's, it's fun that we call it mansplaining because in my experience, I get white woman splained a lot. Oh, I'm sure a lot. I get white woman splained way more than I get mansplained that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's this weird mixture of, do you want me to explain to you, Allie, what that means? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never done that to me, right? Like that's why we can be friends uh, is yeah. you don't do that to people. Right. Um, and, and a lot of times I have, so I feel like I'm talking in circles. I, I have so many feelings about this and so many thoughts about this. It's all just coming out like word vomit. Um, so many times it comes from a good place, right? It comes from a place of like, oh, they might be struggling or I want to see this person succeed and I want to help. Um, but like you said before, it's this assumption that because I'm a woman, because I'm black, because I'm younger than you, I don't know what I'm talking about or I don't know what I'm doing. Um, or I haven't taken the the time to, like, I hate when I, Sometimes I might post something on Twitter where I do ask for help, where I do um, just share that I'm struggling with something like professionally. Um, And people will come into the replies and be like, oh, well, this is how you should do it. This is what you should do. This is what you should do. And it's like, I've done all those things, right? Like, that's why I'm frustrated, maybe, right? Like, (sighs) yeah, yeah. I'm just all the times that this has happened to me are just piling up and piling up and piling up in my brain. And the thing that frustrates me about it sometimes the most is that I do know it comes from a good place. And it's a person that I do know that they want me to succeed. And they they just will assume that I don't know what I'm talking about and and talk mm-hmm. talk to me like I'm a baby, right? Like after after we finish recording, I'm going to share with you some examples. <laughs> Um, there are some examples I think you would find really funny, but I do not want to, um, uh, you know, embarrass anybody or make anybody feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. for trying to help me. Um, but, but I, talking I guess, about it in the, in the perspective of mansplaining, right. Cause that's really mm-hmm. where it comes from. Um, it's, 
it's privilege. We talk about that a lot on this podcast, right? It's this privilege that I, the man, know everything that there is to know about whatever this topic is, right? I am knowledgeable enough that I can just insert myself into the equation and start explaining things to you. The funniest mansplaining is when the person is wrong, right? Yes. Like those are my favorite. Oh my god, times. I love that. I saw you and that's I when you get huge. to say, "Well, actually, sir." Actually, <laughs> sir, uh, you and I are both really into TikTok, right? There's mm-hmm. this TikTok that I love. It's a great example of this, where um, this woman makes a TikTok and she's saying how she was watching like Family Guy or something, and she was like, "Oh, I hate how." Uh, on cartoons like this, sometimes the animation is really stiff and the characters have these really basic, unnatural movements. I think it's really unattractive and really gross as an animator. And this guy replies to the TikTok and he's he does the whole, he's like, well, actually, this is why this is blah, blah, blah. And he gives this whole, I forget even what he's talking about. He gives this whole thing about why this is the way that it is. And then another person replies to that tweet um, and that person is a professional animator, has been working on shows in Disney and stuff like that for years and years and years. And he goes, I can't believe that you just mansplained this concept to this woman and we're completely wrong about it. And then he had to, he's like, I'm not trying to mansplain. I need to correct you because you are just objectively wrong. So he actually explains, you know, the reasoning for this thing. But like, mm-hmm. I was laughing so hard because it's like this this guy now has to mansplain to another man about why he's wrong about what he <laughs> mansplained. <laughs> I love it. Can I tell you the worst case that ever happened to me? I just yeah. have to get it out there. Of course. I was doing I was doing a live um, presentation to a meetup group not in my area. Okay, so I was invited mm-hmm. to speak at this other meetup group. I was talking about um, specifically this was in my role. Um, where I worked before with Give, and I was explaining about how you can um, do charitable donations and things like that, you know, and how you can engage donors, basically. Mm-hmm. So I had this lovely PowerPoint together. I had given this presentation a few times before at WordCamps, and I'm working through it, and, and it's just it's over a Zoom, so people can interrupt, right? It's not like I'm one of those um, uh, webinars where people can only have to, like, type their questions. Like, people can just interrupt and start, and start speaking. And so I'm, I'm literally about a third to halfway through this presentation. And this man, and he really was an older, like he looked like he was probably in his 70s maybe. So, you know, and I was in my, maybe I just turned 50 at that time. So definitely older than me, old white guy. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I said, oh, okay, did you have a question? Well, I just want to tell you that if you would present it X, Y, Z, like he literally tried to teach me how to do PowerPoint and presentation in the middle of a PowerPoint presentation about something else. Like he was gonna not mansplain me about my topic even, but he was gonna teach me how to do better presentations by interrupting a live presentation. Again, what a waste of time. Yeah. What a waste of everyone's time who is participating. I don't know what I said. I said, oh, I said, well, I do appreciate that you would like to help me grow. I have been doing this for years. And if you would like to have a conversation later, we can do that. But I'm here to talk about XYZ and I'm going to continue that now. You're so much mature than me. 
it was being recorded emotionally (laughs) it was being recorded so like I could just picture it being like the you know like that snippet of the recording being put out there like and Michelle went like "Ah!" so I just gonna stay professional like and then you know after I like signed off and everything else I was seething and I turned to Amanda Gorman and I'm like oh my god you would not believe what just happened to me (laughs) but the the bottom line is the bottom line is assume competence unless somebody is absolutely blatantly wrong and they're about to make a mistake that could harm them or somebody else or they're asking for your help Mm -hmm. assume competence aka mind your business that's right (laughs) that's just that's the way that I see it it's like mind your Mm -hmm. own business it has nothing to do seriously right like how many times and as like, a kid I got told that, right? Like I was the sister yeah. to two brothers and I would be like, oh my God, mom, you're not going to believe what Greg just did. Or mom, Rob's doing, she went, mind your own business, Michelle. If he falls out of it, like, I'd be like, but he's climbing the tree. If he falls and breaks it out, he's going to learn, won't he? Yeah. Uh, okay. So you don't have to be the mother. I'm the mother. Like, that's what I was told. Of. You know what? You don't have to be the, the moderator. I'm the moderator. Yeah. Mind your that's business. someone else's job. Assume yeah. competence. Yep. <laughs> I remember being at WordCamp Phoenix in 2019 and Donata Skill Skillrud or Skillrud. I always forget how to pronounce her last name. Skillrud, yeah. Skillrud was uh, giving a talk, amazing talk. For for context, if, if anyone doesn't know who Donata is, she is a privacy lawyer. She is the founder of a privacy tool that is popular in WordPress. She is the vice chair of the ABA SciTech e-privacy committee. I have her everything pulled up. She is the chair of the Privacy Pros Chicago chapter, right? This woman has like written, um, I don't, I, I can't say legislation, but she's like, she's incredibly high up in this particular field of like internet law and privacy. Like one of the most skilled, knowledgeable people out there. We are very lucky to have her. I'm obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. She's giving a talk and she got one of those same, basically what you got where it's like, uh, a guy raises his hand outside of the Q&A portion in the middle of her talk, raises his hand. Her being a sweet baby angel, she calls on him, which I probably would not have done. Um, and it was, oh, it, it, this isn't a question. You're wrong about blah, 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 blah. This is incorrect. And I could see her like take a deep breath and paste a smile on her face and go, well, actually... I wrote blah, 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 blah. Like I developed this, like I create, like, this is what I know. And they ended up going back and forth before a little bit before she had to like, kind of put the stop on it. And Mm -hmm. the whole atmosphere in the room just got like the air, like got sucked out of the room. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, Oh my God. Like, and I, I remember tweeting about it and like, saying really unattractive things about this guy and like it it makes everybody uncomfortable it wastes everybody's time it and it and it's not even a matter of like oh we'll assume that this woman has you know is is high up in this field it even if say say this was Donata's first time ever speaking about privacy and maybe she did make a mistake you just embarrassed her Mm-hmm. in front of a room full of people you maybe deterred her from ever applying to speak again yeah right and and you maybe deterred somebody from being open to criticism to asking for help 
because they're afraid they're going to get it in this harsh, criticizing, condescending manner, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. if that guy had a problem with something she had said or thought something was incorrect, like you said, afterward is the time to come up and say, hey, I really loved your talk. I appreciated the content. I have a question about this portion that's incongruous with something that I know. Um, Can we talk about it? (laughs) I think I know, right? And I'm sure that Donata and lots of other people would see that as an opportunity to teach additional information or, you know, like make a connection with this person. The way to do it is not to just say, well, actually you're wrong because of something Mm -hmm. I think I knew, something I saw in an article a million years ago, right? Like it has such a, such a much more profound effect on people mm-hmm. as people are learning than we realize yeah one and thing it really I, obviously i would love for us to have an impact and deter people from that kind of behavior second to that though i would love for especially women of course right and non-binary people to be able to say whether it's somebody that's challenging them or somebody that's just going on and on down this rabbit hole of questions and you're trying to like get back to your topic because both of those are rude behavior, right? I would love for us to learn and share this, this phrase. I would be happy to discuss this more with you. Meet me at the happiness bar after the session. Cut it off right there. And if they continue, you just stop and you say after the session. Yeah, I have other things to do. (laughs) I'm going to continue this presentation now for those who have joined us and would like to hear what I have to say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an, it's an easy thing, I think, in a lot of ways for people to respond to, but also for people who inadvertently mansplain to resolve. Right. And it's mm-hmm. frustrating that it still happens, right? Like if if you are somebody listening and you feel like, oh, maybe I might have mansplained, uh, maybe this is something that I do and I'm I'm not really aware of it. I just want help. Um, you probably have good information to share, but it's consider the time and place and the Mm -hmm. appropriateness it's it's not what you say sometimes it's how you say it so like Mm -hmm. yesterday we're watching (laughs) we've been watching star trek uh deep space nine Mm -hmm. and there's a character who is very new to being a human being and she just tells everyone what to do and yesterday we were watching an episode and another character was like you don't even say like please or thank you you know, you just do things without permission. You you tell people what to do. You explain things to people that nobody asked. And they're like, well, what's, like, why is that important? I'm giving you information. And they're like, it's not what you say. It's how you say it, right? That makes mm-hmm. all of the difference. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just, I'm trying to think of, like, solutions, right? Like, uh, yeah, doing, sharing your, asking somebody if they would like the information, mm-hmm. right? Like, hey, I noticed X, Y, Z. This is the experience that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. If you would like, I'd love to talk to you about this and help you grow this skill. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. have some humility, be a little bit humble, right? Like assume that maybe this person doesn't want your information, right? Like, or or they don't have time or whatever. Assume that the audience didn't come to hear you. They came to hear the person behind the pulpit or the that's sermon. the other what do you call thing. thing yeah the yep. podium um yes, thank you that's the other thing too right like in private most of the time mm-hmm. um pretty much all the time right 
mm-hmm. um, sh- share what you have to share. And and this, I'm thinking about Twitter as well, right? Like most of the time mm-hmm. I get mansplained things at me, it's Twitter replies. Yeah. Um, send me a DM so that I can ignore it if I want, <laughs> you know, right? Like if you have information you like to share with somebody, don't embarrass them in front of all of Twitter. Don't, don't, you know, because other people are also going to look at your reply and be like, wow, look, look at all this mansplaining. Look at how annoying this person is, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not helping anybody. Not at all. As, assume, like you said, assume competency, assume that they don't care or don't have what time you have to say. Yes, exactly. Um, if you read, I mean, my first rule of thumb is mind your business, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really feel like you have something to say, reaching out privately and, you know, having some humility about it, mm-hmm. asking them if they want the information, I think is really, really important. And it goes a really, really long way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you really feel strongly that you have something to say about it, write your own damn blog post apply to speak and be a speaker at another conference, tweet about it yourself without tagging the other person. We're all allowed to have different opinions and different sets of knowledge and share those without tearing each other down. Yeah, absolutely. I acknowledge that other people have, and I mean, like we work in tech, right? A lot of what we talk about in this, in this podcast is from the perspective of tech, where a lot of times there is one right answer. When you're, mm-hmm. when you're coding, when you're developing things, there is a right, it's very binary. There's a right answer. There's a wrong answer. But a lot of the things we talk about as well, community things, diversity things, even things like marketing or design, right? There is a, there's a spectrum of what the strongest choice might be in a given situation. So you mm-hmm. have to assume that you might not have all of the information that you need to have. Somebody might be making a choice that is the best choice for them. And for you to come in and say, well, this is my experience. And because I'm a straight white male, this is a global universal experience. So you have to listen to me. Like that helps nobody. Helps nobody. Yeah. I love that. I have so many examples to tell you Uh, afterwards. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear them. (laughs) Let's let's close the door on this topic for right now. But what Mm -hmm. I would love to ask our audience is engage with engage. I can't even speak. Engage with us on Twitter. We would, number one, we would love to grow our Twitter following. Number two, we would love to have more conversations on Twitter about these topics um, because they're important topics and it's great. We love that you listen to us, whether you agree or disagree or not. We love that, that you are listening to the things that we're bringing to, um, to the community. Uh, Just but please love don't to mansplain some- to us that we were wrong about something because <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> no, you can engage with us in dialogue. We're always happy to do that, but don't say, mm-hmm. well, actually, yeah. um, but I also want to, um, to before we wrap up today, we've, we've gone a little longer than usual, but bear with us because it was important stuff, I promise. Um, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions really quickly. Did you make any? Oh, actually, can I, can I, um, can I end the mansplaining thing on just one little button? <laughs> Did Michelle. you say actually? Yes, you can. <laughs> I dropped my AirPod in uh, embarrassment. Go ahead. Michelle, do, do you know where mansplainers get their water? Well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's my favorite one. That's one of my favorite jokes too. I love it. It's really funny. Um, I'm sorry. What was your question? Did you make any resolutions? Ooh, goals? Okay. So, anything like that for this year? Yeah. I've, I've been trying not to make resolutions, but I've just, I've been trying to think a lot about like what I've accomplished or failed to accomplish in the past year and what I would like to focus on 
now that we have like a fresh start, right? Because I think mm-hmm. the whole concept of this being a new year, time is made by people. That's a whole yeah. other conversation. It's a social um, construct, right? Yes, time is a social construct. Nothing is different than it was a week ago. But now that we have a fresh start, we have a new page in the calendar and all that. Um, personally, my goal this year is to be kinder to my body in whatever way, shape, or form that might take. Um, and I don't have any specific, like, I want to lose 10 pounds or like anything like that. I just want to be kinder to my body. Um, professionally, I would like to set myself up so that by this time next year, I could take like a six month vacation if I wanted to and be able to afford to do that. Um, my husband's goal is to finish the novel that he's writing this year. And so another one of my goals this year is to support him as much as possible in his goal to do that, because that's, that's a long-term goal that like benefits us both. Um, and so, yeah, my, my professional goals are to basically, basically recreate like recurring income for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and income streams in that way and to support my husband in finishing his book and whatever that looks like. Um, oh, and I wanna try to write a book myself this year. Um, I have an idea for a book. I chatted with you about it um, mm-hmm. when we were in New York together. And I really would like to try to make that a reality this year. So that's my only like hard like goal to that I could like complete, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? What, are you? what are your goals and aspirations for this year? So I have two goals and I do have a, a New Year's resolution that I'm yeah. going to try to keep to. <laughs> so, excuse me, the goals are, I have a book that I intend to publish this year. So in my head, but I intend to publish it. And my goal is to have it published by July 1st. Cool. Which is pretty aggressive considering everything else that I do, but that's my goal. <laughs> my second goal is I'm working with another woman who is just near and dear to me a local woman she's um just the sweetest person i know and she's a writer also (gasps) i'm kidding and (laughs) (laughs) our goal together is to publish a calendar for 2023 Mm -hmm. that would have my photography and her words of wisdom i love that that's really fun. And, and pe- people do still use calendars. I know that some of you are going, who buys calendars? Well, my mother does and so do I, but there you go. Those are the two goals. The resolution. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I, I will not buy domains that I don't have an immediate use for. <laughs> See, <laughs> I disapprove of that resolution because uh, it makes <laughs> me feel bad about my domain buying <laughs> No, that is a very good resolution. Um, <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I think that's really fun. Thank you. Two weeks ago, <laughs> I bought meet, meetmichelle.online and mm-hmm. I published it within about four days. Mm-hmm. So meetmichelle.online is, it's basically like a link tree with all mm-hmm. of my different links to the different projects and things that I do, including underrepresented in tech. Um, because I w- thought, why am I giving link tree on my... <laughs> <laughs> my traffic instead of my, to my own darn site and I go. was able to use you know work things to do it which was pretty awesome too but anyway um yeah so I bought a domain and I used it within four days that is my goal if I buy domains they must be used or I have to relinquish them I cannot renew a domain for a second year yeah. using it. 
I I've had that rule for a little while now of like not if I've yeah if I've bought a domain and I have not done anything with it for a year I I have to let it go unless I have mm-hmm. already started making some kind of movement toward using it within that year mm-hmm. um I, I I'm not gonna keep paying every, like that's that's a very, have, very, very slippery slope. And I've learned, I've learned from people older and wiser than me <laughs> to not get trapped in that. I have a domain that I have been paying for, for probably six years, mm-hmm. maybe longer, oh, that boy. is not in development yet. And I oh, think I'm going to be partnering up with, <laughs> with Liquid Web this year to maybe actually make it a reality. Because it would be a, a gift to the community that I just don't have the knowledge, right? So I'm a WordPresser, but I don't have the knowledge to do everything in WordPress that needs to be developed, et cetera. And so I'm hoping that we can get that project up and running this year. And, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to speak it into the universe so that y'all can hold me accountable. WPWiki.org. I love it. So the, the they don't call it the... Um, codex anymore because that word is scary but that didn't change (laughs) what it is and how difficult it can be to use sometimes I want a WordPress repository of things that people can add their own two cents worth to and I want to monetize it Mm -hmm. so that if you are a business you can only have a page in there as a business if you pay a certain number of dollars which has not yet been determined and all of that money and this is what we, I already have an agreement from um, the, those that be at Liquid Web. All of the money that is raised through that will go back to Big Word Chart. Where would we be without, you said Liquid Web is helping you with that project. Mm-hmm. Where would we all be without Liquid Web? Um, I wouldn't have a job right now. <laughs> I love the work I do there with Stellar. Yeah, WP, they're pretty so, great. Yeah, they are. Hey, Luke and right, we, we have... are still looking for podcast sponsors. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Yeah, we didn't go too far over time. Um, Not too bad. But yeah, thank you. If you've hung around with us for all of these, what, 35 minutes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, um, well, let's, well, I, hold on. Before we go, I would like to look and acknowledge when our first podcast episode was published um the date on which it was published six Mm. months almost to the date it was june 8th of 2021 so happy six months of this podcast michelle um Uh, and we actually had our first vlog back in oh yeah deep cut march march 18th so we've been actually recording and doing this since march 18th of last of 2021 almost a year Almost a year. We have to plan something big for our one-year podcast anniversary. And that's right. If you want to sponsor our one-year podcast anniversary, get in touch. Get in touch. Underrepresentedintech.com. That's where all of our mm-hmm. contact information is. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm very, very optimistic for, for this podcast, for the tool uh, in 2022, and for us. We do pretty great stuff, you and I. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right we'll see you all next week bye. bye this episode was sponsored by the following companies ninja forms ninja forms is wordpress form building simplified build beautiful user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer no code required 
If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.